Yes Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to CarnivorousCreations.com. That's Carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to CarnivorousCreations.com. Remember Carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic, screen-accurate proton pack. Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. From the corner penthouse of Spook Central, all the way to Star Killer Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Got it? Yeah. You got it? I got it. What do you got there? Wait. Very so the problem with it was just that you couldn't get it open? Uh, yeah, it, the problem was that the putty had like leaked was, out the sides. It was the putty's. Oh. It was the putty's problem. Well, it's called brain putty. It says that it stretches forever and it's glittery, so it's, it's very forever. Cool. forever. Forever. It stretches forever. Hey guys, you just want to do Sandlot quotes for the rest of the episode? The Sandlot? Oh my god. Is it overrated? I didn't even, re- I didn't even realize we were quoting Sandlot. The Sandlot? I say forever. Here's my problem with the Sandlot. It's definitely overrated. I put it in the category with like the Goonies, like like it's fine, it's enjoyable, and I'll watch it. But I don't have like this nostalgic tie, and think that it's like this great. I don't know. People seem to treat it like one of the great coming of age stories. I don't know. And it's weird. I like kids' movies from that era because I was a child. I like baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's my thought. I feel. Hey, I what's would, baseball? It's a thing where there's a. Okay, you know how wood comes from trees. Do you want my thoughts on baseball? I want your thoughts on the Sandlot. Oh, I would compare the Sandlot to the Wonder Years. I feel like it's like kind of a rose-colored glasses viewpoint of like childhood. And it's not, it doesn't include all like the bad parts or like it doesn't seem accurate. (laughs) It doesn't have the part where Wendy Peppercorn sues that dude for (laughs) kissing her. Yeah, like it's idyllic or whatever to a fault. Uh, Jake, what do you think about the Sandlot? I think it's fine too. I, I I always really liked it. I haven't seen it in a in a very long time. Um, it, but I, I feel kind of the same way. It does seem a little like Goonies esque to where uh, it's not really ever on my mind that much. But if I if I hear someone mention it, I'm like, oh yeah, that movie's that movie's fun. Yeah, yeah fun. I don't know. There's like an exclusive new uh, Funko Pop, uh, Wendy Peppercorn, and uh, Squints. Is that his name? Squints. I think so. It's yeah. A, it's a Target exclusive. So if anybody is a Sandlot slash Funko fan. Uh, I don't know. Find a bridge and just kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm salty tonight. Then congratulations because everything out there is for you. So. I'm salty. I've been editing video all day and you know what? It's fine. Everything's fine. I'm excited to be here with you guys. Hello, everybody. Welcome Hello. to Yes Have Some Podcast, episode 107. Abby, what are you playing with? I'm putting day? my putty away because it's broken. <laughs> broken putty. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us as always. My name is Craig Goldberg, and I am here with my co-host, Abigail Gardner. Hey, guys. And Jacob Walsh. Hello. But you knew that. 
I feel like by this point, well, I don't know. You could be a new listener. There's a new listener out there who's saying, hey, who who are these people? Introduce Abby. For yeah. the new, hey. Hey, for the new listeners, we're going to pass out a little card like they do at church. You're going to fill out all your information, and then we're <laughs> going to send you a newsletter. Wait. Do they do that at church? Yeah. I've it's never, like you put it in the offering box. It seems like a scam. Yeah. Jake, well, have you ever been to, to church? Have I been to church? <laughs> yeah. Have you gone to like, have you, have, has, has it, have so you ever been is, like to a church? What is church? I'm just uh, it's like yeah, baseball. Yeah. When it's I was like young, I was, when I was young, I was like dragged to church a few times and, um, I had growing up like middle school and high school. I had, I had a lot of friends who went to church and, and I did go to church a few times, okay. you know, with them mm-hmm. and, um, it was very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Time for me, my life. Abby, have you ever yes, been to church? It was an uncomfortable childhood and teenage years because, yeah, I grew up in the church. I was there like you grew up in a church, almost. Yeah, my mom worked for the church, so we were there like almost every day of the week. Gotcha. Yeah. You guys want to ask me if I've been to church? Hey, Craig. Hey. Yeah. You ever been? You ever been to church? Well, here's the thing: being being Jewish, it's it's not frowned upon. It's just it's a different kind of church. Hey, uh, in high school, did you guys have the FCA? which was like a group. It was the uh, Fellowship of Christian, Christian Athletes. Athletes. Yeah. Uh, so it's the Fellowship of Fellowship Christian... Fellowship of Cool T-shirts. I was uh, I was talking to this guy recently who's a, a friend of mine who's actually pretty religious, and I was talking to him about uh, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and I was like, yeah, man, you know, I felt really bad because a lot of cool kids were in that group. I wanted to be part of it, but, uh, you know, I just couldn't join. And he goes, man, you don't have to be Christian to join that group. I go, no, I'm not an athlete. <laughs> so... Uh, what do you guys think of that i thought i think it's pretty could i take that on the road you should it's part of your new act hello everybody hey what i I have a question though (laughs) introduce yourselves again yeah we're gonna start why are we what got us talking about church why are we talking about church why are we talking about church Hmm. well Hmm. we talked about the sand lot oh i think i brought up uh when you go to church and you have to fill out like the information card and put it in the offering okay i I remember that was my fault why did you bring that up i because we have new listeners and I feel like we hey hey guys we have new listeners let's spend the first 10 minutes talking, talking about, about church, church. <laughs> okay all right let's uh let's uh I don't know how do we cleanse ourselves fuck shit shit god damn it vagina <laughs> god oh, Jesus Christ. God. Oh, I'm um, so glad Abby just yelled god damn it vagina that's what yes have some's all about that's what the people want so listen folks uh, welcome to the show. I really appreciate everybody tuning in this week. We've had a lot going on. Uh, before we talk about, we got some fun, exciting announcements that we're going to be making. Uh, but Jake, in general, how uh, how are you? How we talked about Jaws a lot last week. Uh, I'm not going to lie, man. Anytime I talk about Jaws, I get that urge to watch it, and I've been slowly churning through Jaws. For like the last three days, piece by piece, piece by piece, it's pretty great, right? I, yeah, well, it's good. Um, it's I keep I, I feel, I feel pretty good, um, especially in uh, speaking of Jaws. Uh, in a few days here, I'll be heading down to uh, Tampa for a Shark Con, which we, yeah. we talked about Ooh, last week. Con. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. It's coming up. Speaking yeah. of Shark Con, um, got an email from uh, good friend Eric over at Ghost Corps, and he was giving us a heads up. Uh, about the setup that they're going to have in uh, San Diego Comic Con next week, for uh, they're going to have the the debut of Ghostbusters World, the brand new uh, AR game similar to like Pokemon Go kind of mm-hmm. deal. Oh, cool! Um, Very cool. So they've got this like big setup uh, at the the baseball stadium there outside of uh, San Diego Comic Con, where people are going to be able to go test out the new game. Uh, it's in, it's going to be like a beta version, but people are going to actually be able to play it. 
uh, for the first time. And there's other like there's like four or five big vendors debuting uh, different entertainment properties in this setup. And I was looking at the list, and uh, one of the other ones. Not only are you going to be able to go and play Ghostbusters World for the first time, Shark Week's going to be there. Oh, so the Discovery Channel okay. is going to be there with all of their Shark Week displays. And uh, I don't know. That just reminded me of you guys. Yeah, dude, wait. Well, should you. we go to that instead of... Is that the same weekend as SharkCon that you said? Yeah, should we go to SharkCon yeah. or Comic-Con? Um, yeah, let's, we're not, just, let's just pack up and go to Comic-Con. Just, it's, so, it's so cheap and easy. Um, I saw uh, one of my friends um, who used to live here uh, in Valdosta who now lives in Texas and works for Mondo. I'm so jealous. <laughs> but he, um, he uh, works... Uh, MondoCon, uh, Jason Edmondson's booth every year. Okay. Yeah. And uh, he just made a post that was like, hey, guess I'm going to my first Comic Con working Jason Edmondson's booth. And I'm just like, man, man God, that seems amazing. Uh, we'll be there next year. So I'm reading this press release. So yeah, um, it's going to be Ghostbusters World uh, presented by Sony Pictures Entertainment in collaboration with Ghost Core. And then here it is. In celebration of Shark Week's 30th anniversary, premiering July 22nd at 8 p.m. on Discovery Channel, Sharkzilla will be taking over San Diego Comic-Con. That's right. The 40-foot-long... You just just wait. You just wait. I'm reading. It takes me a while. Uh, The 40-foot-long inflatable shark will be outside the convention center ready for photos with fans. In addition, every hour, Sharkzilla will bare its teeth and chomp everyday items from lifeguard towers to beach chairs. You know, everyday items like lifeguard towers. (laughs) You know when you go to the grocery store and you look at your list with like bananas, sponges, lifeguard towers. Uh, Be careful. Sharkzilla's coming. Um, Jake, have you encountered Sharkzilla before? I have not. Uh, I would like to. I'd like to see what's up. It's weird to me that they're calling it Sharkzilla. Like Sharkzilla seems uh, like you, you you say Sharkzilla and then you're like forty feet, and I'm like, well, m- megalodons are bigger than that. Why? Like, why is it Sharkzilla? It's, yeah. That's a weird. Uh, hey, I don't know. Discovery Channel should try harder with their yeah. discovering. They should have an inflatable lifeguard tower. <laughs> What is it? I'm such a Ghostbusters nerd, and I'm so getting ready for Dragon Con. When I read Lifeguard, I was thinking that the Sharkzilla was going to be eating a Ghostbusters lifeguard, as in the <laughs> yellow contraption that they wear on their belts. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. No, think wow, you guys really are giving me a lot on that one. You're really in the Dragon Con mode, huh? Yeah. What the fuck? No, I am too. Okay. I'm wondering. So, did you guys get the um? Did you guys play the Jurassic World game that just came out where where you like it's kind of like the Pokemon Go yeah, thing? Yeah, where I played it. You have so I know that that's kind of like what the Ghostbusters one is going to be like. Right. Um, I'm kind of like uh, a little let down with the Jurassic World one. It's not I, I played I've never been like a big Pokemon person, but I did play a little bit of uh, Pokemon Go. And it was so much it, – it was more fun than this Jurassic World one. I don't know why. Like I don't know, but it's a little like lackluster to me. And I hope the Ghostbusters game that's coming out um, is a little more exciting. Yeah. I agree with you, Jake. I had trouble using like the target system to hit the dinosaurs and, and yeah, it was – Well, those games tend to be like really repetitive to yeah. me. Like you walk – like I don't know. It's kind of like even Pokemon Go. This is like the same thing over and over. 
It is. Yeah. It's like, it's fine for a little while. There was just something a little more exciting and fun about the Pokemon one than like the, the Jurassic world world one feels like, boy, I don't, I don't even know. It, it feels like the knockoff. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, and also Pokemon go. Wasn't that like the first of that format to like incorporate your, while you're walking, like yeah. the map around you kind of thing. Yeah. And it was such a big deal and it was so well received. It's going to be kind of hard to, I mean, even the ghostbusters one, like I'm sure we'll love it. And yeah. He, like, uh, unless it does something really innovative, but I feel like it's going to be a lot of like catching ghosts yeah. and putting them in traps. Which, yeah. Right, right. I'm, I'm fine with. I'm not going to argue with it. Definitely. Um, it's Speaking t- of Pokemon Go, sure. that, that reminds me of being in LA like two years ago, which is now the anniversary. Um, I remember Pokemon Go had just come out. That is true. We were over there. Well, that's why we're doing a podcast tonight to celebrate the two year anniversary of Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah. um, I think. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> Pokemon Go. I think that they've done a great job. I've noticed they've had a ton of positive reviews on iTunes. Um, <laughs> speaking of those, no, I won't go there yet. Um, yeah, um, I wanted to talk about that. So it's been two whole years since we were out in LA for the Ghostbusters premiere. That's crazy to me. Can you guys believe that it's been two years? It seems like it was yeah. yesterday. It does. Um, yeah. I want to go back. Um, and I'd like, to, I'd like to go back and do the whole thing over, but, you know, like maybe like a better movie. Than hey, 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 whoa, whoa, two years yeah it doesn't seem That's like it was that long ago and it was weird just the other day i was uh i was at work and every now and then things uh, like i'll be at work and ben will or somebody will be like oh jake does a podcast and a lot a lot of times people are like oh, okay cool who does it and then sometimes <laughs> yeah. like some of the stuff we've gotten to do will come up and that came up and yeah. we have a um we have like a new uh, shop manager slash receptionist, and uh, he was like, he was like, oh, what did you, what did you think of this movie? He was just like asking me about it, and I'm like, oh, I was at the premiere, you know, and I, right. I was yeah. like pulling up all the photos of us and all the pictures that like the press, you know, took yeah. that we ended up in the shots of, and I was just, it was kind of like reliving it, and it was like, man, that was, it was very fun. That was, yeah. that was yeah. such a good time. There's yeah. been a lot of those pictures floating around. Everybody's been posting them on Facebook. Everyone's get their uh, their Facebook memories, formerly known as On This Day, which I think memories is a better name, let's face it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been really cool, man. Like, I know we have fun talking about Answer the Call. It's, it's kind of like you get to poke fun of it and stuff. But, like, that experience, uh, getting to go out there, they, they kind of bent over backwards to make sure that, the, that all of the fans had really great opportunities to interact with the cast, uh, obviously, Paul Fee was there. He was great. And Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson, Ivan Reitman. And we got to see the movie. And we tweeted about it last night on Twitter. I I, I mean, remember when we – our screening was later. Uh, but Paul Feig, like, requested that our screening get moved to, like, the big laser IMAX theater. Yeah. And yeah. he did that because he wanted everybody to have, like, the best viewing experience. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Which is awesome. You, you don't really – Ghostbusters is still, like – even though obviously it's a giant brand and it's worldwide and everybody knows Ghostbusters, as far as like the fan community, um, <laughs> I'm not going to go where you think I'm going to go. As far as the fan community goes, uh, it's still pretty tight knit group. And like the fact that Sony Pictures kind of went out of their way and Ghost Core went out of their way to give everybody a really awesome experience is something I'm never going to. Yeah, forget. I mean that's what I was thinking yeah, about. For sure, specifically like with the uh, looking at memories on Facebook was. 
Um, like the franchise rights alone group that started on Facebook, which was all of us who were going mm-hmm. to the event. And like just the conversations we were having leading up to it of like, how are you going to carry your stuff like on the red carpet? As I remember specifically as females, we were like freaking out about like, well, we're, we're like, we're going to have our flight suits on. There's bleachers. There's like a lot of stress, but like also so much excitement. And it felt like going to summer camp for like yeah. Ghostbusters. Well, I remember was, thinking that. It was cool because like, obviously we're part of the George Ghostbusters and, and most of us went out there. We all shared a hotel together. Uh, we got to meet a lot of uh, new friends and make new friends and see people that we haven't seen in a long time. And it was one of those things where things just kept working out for us. Like there's all this stress and then you get there and there's all these people. And then somehow we randomly ended up in the best possible spot on the bleachers. Yeah. We're like in the front row. Yes. In the corner where they're all taking pictures. Yeah. And Jake got a Slimer mask. <laughs> it's the best possible It's the best situation. possible thing that could have ever happened. Yeah. And it was amazing. It was amazing. So a uh, lot of good memories from two years ago. We'll be going back next year for Ghostbusters Fan Fest. So hopefully we can, uh, I don't know, repeat those. Yeah, memories. that's what I was thinking. But also do more. Like I want to go to, uh, what's the hotel where they filmed the for the Sedgwick? Oh, yeah. The Omni or something? The yeah, Millennial the, something? Yeah, we're bad Ghostbusters yeah, fans. Bad Somebody fans. get the name of that. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I think it is like the Omni or something like yeah. Something close to that. Yeah. I think I might have written it down, but I can't find it now. Who takes notes? Who needs them? Who needs them? Yeah. Uh, fine. There's a Sedgwick Hotel in The Kansas. Millennium Biltmore Hotel. There it is. That's it, the Biltmore. Yeah, guys. Yeah. Yeah. The Omni is the fucking name of the magazine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, there Ghost it is. Yeah, it's also go. the name of the arena that used to be in Atlanta. We're bad. Fuck, we're we're, we're so bad. bad fans. We've been working really hard this week. We're tired. And we're so, we're so tired. tired. Um, well, cool. So, yeah. It's been a lot of fun going through those memories. Um, and gosh, so let's see. Facebook group therapy is our official Facebook group, uh, for yes, half some. And, uh, there's a bit, a bunch of new members this week. Have you guys noticed that? Like new people, I'm seeing new faces mm-hmm. pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, me too. And a couple, somebody, I can't remember his name, but somebody had asked, uh, about our opinions about ghost heads and it's kind of funny. It's also the two year anniversary of ghost heads, which is obviously, uh, the Ghostbusters. Are we about to talk about Ghost Heads? Are we, we never really talked about Ghost Heads on here? We've talked about it in pieces. I mean, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Are we about to be honest about Ghost Heads? Is that yeah. what we're we're getting into? <laughs> um, Abby, what do you? I mean, here. Okay, I feel like we should save that for like we're a special episode. Feelings, no, yeah, no, 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 no that's never my plan. I want to be yeah. honest about it, but I want to talk about it like realistically and kind of like our own perspective. Like, yeah. I don't need. It, it doesn't behoove us to try to jump into anybody else's head that was part of that movie uh, and try to figure out what's going on with them. Uh, yeah, it never behooves anyone to get inside anyone else's head. Like, yeah, it's not a good idea. Yeah. But we, I, I've got some things to say about it. I mean... Let's do it. Let's talk about it. All right, yeah, go for it. it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's have, a, let's have an adult discussion. Yeah. An adult discussion about ghost heads. Mm. Um, yes. So... <clears throat> you all right? Yeah. What's yeah. happening? I'm, get, I'm getting stressed talking about ghost heads. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You're nervous. It's You're fine. nervous. <laughs> George is getting angry. Let's not all get freaking out here. Um, okay, so ghost heads. Going into panic mode. Okay. Uh, ghost heads. Ghost heads. Ghost heads. Uh, was a movie. Brendan Mertens wanted to do a documentary about Ghostbusters. Obviously, Brendan Mertens is a longtime member of the Ghostbusters community. Uh, mm-hmm. He used to. Uh, I don't know. He used to be a little bit of a rabble rouser from what I know. I've always had really good experiences uh, with Brendan. And I will say, like, right right off the top, 
I, I think I speak for Abby when I say this. Our experience, like, our involvement with it was very positive. Like, there was never anything. Like, you never know with these kind of documentaries, like, what's real and what's not, what's planned. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, our like, when I got, uh, we got engaged, right? Mm-hmm. Abby and I? Like, we got married and stuff. You guys uh, got, well, congratulations, guys. Yeah. So we got engaged, Abby and I. Uh, if you haven't seen, there's a video of it. It's in, it's in Ghost Heads. But the video, so you got to remember, Ghost Heads came out in July of 2016. Mm-hmm. And like our engagement and all that stuff, that was in what? February. February of 2016. February of that year. So like all of that happened months and months uh, ahead of time. It had nothing to do with Ghost Heads. So. Um, Jake, you remember this when when Ghost Heads was being made? Uh, uh-huh. They were soliciting uh, people to submit footage, right? Like yeah. interview footage. They had like one. Yeah. yeah, initially there was like a package video that had some original submissions from early submissions, basically. Yeah. So it was like an example of what they were going for, which I saw that and I got really excited. Yeah. So I think it, it, the original intentions were to just you know be. Uh, kind of a documentary about Ghostbusters fans from all over the world, the different franchises, charity work, PKE search, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and maybe that would have been great. That's not really what the, the movie ended up being, but you got to understand documentaries like this, uh, you have to have for it. When they're being dropped on Netflix for a large audience and a wide like viewership like that, yeah, it's not, not for those, the Ghostbusters. Yeah, exactly. Community. Like this movie was never. For like, if you're a Ghostbusters fan, it's whatever. Like, it, like Star Trek fans aren't watching Trekkies. People are out. To, it's a peek into a world that you don't know anything about, and it's got to be like. I think. Know. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I started butt in, but I think maybe, uh, m- maybe it started from a place where it was more of a like, you know, this is going to be, f- uh, you know, a spotlight on whatever fans, what we do or whatever. But you're you're exactly right. There there are people who are, you know, producers or people who are going to invest, like they don't care. They don't care. So basically that's what happened. That spotlight got smaller and smaller and smaller. Brendan at some point, at some point, you know, they did a Kickstarter and everything and the movie started uh, gaining legitimate interest from outside investors. And that's how movies get made. Um, So like Tommy Avalone and a couple other producers uh, who had had experience making different documentaries, uh, in my estimation, started putting money into it. And once producers start putting money into any kind of a film, they're going to start taking a little bit more control. Uh, so I, I do firmly believe that wherever Ghost had started off... It, it, As it, like an earnest representation of the fans' devotion right. to a franchise, I feel like it was taken over by somebody who had a history of exposing or spotlighting people's like mania and like maybe they're they're yeah it's like an obsession rather than just like this is what i do for fun and this is like my my humble like what i I can't you know nothing about it was was humble but yeah what i what i think happened there is i think somebody maybe was looking at the footage saw like what they had or or whatever i don't i don't know how it worked with you know, with who, so yeah. I, obvi- obviously there's multiple people in this movie, but there's also a few that are like super, super in it a lot. I think what happened was somebody was like, oh, this is like this. This can be like Trekkies. Have you guys right. seen Trekkies? Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. 
I kind of feel like somebody was like, that's what we'll do. It'd be fun. But what's weird about it is that like, if the movie never feels like it really goes full on like exploitation, like I still think, listen, there's a lot of people that were pissed off when ghost heads came out for different reasons. Uh, there was longtime community members who were excluded, who, who felt slighted. Yeah. And there were people who didn't care about that, but also didn't feel like the stories being told in the movie were truly representative mm-hmm. of the community at large, which is another valid opinion. There was people yeah. who just yeah. weren't involved, who just wanted to talk shit. And that's okay, too. Like, there's there was a lot of different opinions. And also, there's a lot of people that liked it. Like, uh, yeah. so mm-hmm. it, you get... It's it's like anything else. There's all these. It's like any movie. It's like any movie. Yeah. But because we're so close with it, I think the backlash was was very uh, very. We were close to the backlash, and yeah, if you can even call it a backlash, whatever, whatever the reactions were. But Jake, there's that. uh, There's a Jaws community reaction. I wouldn't say backlash, but there was definitely a reaction from the community. There's a there's a Jaws fan documentary that's like on Amazon or whatever. And uh, yeah, yeah, but that movie was made basically where fans just submitted videos of themselves talking about why they yeah. like Jaws, and all those fans are great, and they're all I'm sure they're all great people, and they have interesting stories, but it turns into it's, three hours of people just sitting awful. there talking. It's mm-hmm. very awful, yeah, there's got to be some kind of like driving there's a, there's a difference between a, yeah there's there needs to be something tying everything together and like yeah uh you can't just have everybody sit there and talk about like what ghostbusters means to them because first of all half of the half of that is just going to be the same shit like yeah we all love ghostbusters for for pretty similar reasons i think some people probably have like different sentimental things happening yeah. and that's fine but but that's a boring documentary. Like, just plain yeah. and simple, that's boring. And, like, of course, nobody who's in the community wants to see a documentary or anything, a movie or anything, come out that might, in their own personal eyes, shed negative light on. Yes. You know? And, I mean, like, I, I don't want to talk bad about anything or anybody on here, but... No, and I really think I'm honestly looking at this for the first time with, like, fresh eyes because... It is something that's like, it's not the easiest thing to talk about. I am, I was super closely involved and it was something that was very personal to me, especially my particular contribution. Um, I don't think that the, uh, the people in charge of it were necessarily pulling the reins in a direction that wasn't like from a good place. I do think that what we're pointing out about the fact that Ghost Heads came out right as Answer the Call was coming out, there was steam and momentum around the project and there for a project like that, when there's money and time and investment going in, it does have to be a watchable product, just like you're saying. So having everything end at in LA with the premiere and tying all those and braiding and weaving those stories together made the, the film or the documentary like cohesive. And I right. get that. And it needed to be and, that way. And what's interesting is a lot of the way it happened was like sheer coincidence. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about was basically um, – if you have a bunch of people just submitting footage, right, you're going to get some stuff that looks really good. You're going to get some stuff that's shot on cell phones that looks really bad. Mm-hmm. And at that point, like once money was being poured into it, once there was official involvement from Sony, you're just not – you don't want to have a documentary 
that is half done on like an iPhone five, you know, like it just, no matter how interesting the stories maybe were, uh, no matter how it needs to all, yeah, it needs it just to all needs look to, good. Yeah, yeah. because it, that's want, just how movie making that's works. Just how movie works. Yeah. So like, it's not there. No one, no one's like going into it, trying to make anybody upset, yeah. but it's like every, you, you have to like play your cards. Right. So right. it's like, you know, we, we can't do this anymore. It's just right. not going to work. We can't, everybody doesn't have, you know, options to, to, to the greatest equipment. I don't yeah. think, I don't think what ended up being put together is, uh, um, w- like what's, a, what's a, what's a good way to say, I'll put, I want to say something. It is real not quick. In- I want to say there's like five or six different main storylines in ghost heads. I think majority of them are boring. Like, I think they played it safe. Like if I like object, I'm not talking about you. Have you just looked at me? I'm not talking about you. Yeah. I'm talking about. Obviously, we're the, the reason this is so sensitive, by the way, is because I am I am friends with the people in this community. So there's like a, a level of like being so close to it that it's like, I don't you know what I mean? Like, listen, some I, of it was boring. Some of the movie yeah. was boring. Yeah. Listen, my favorite. Hey, oh, here's my challenge to the Ghostbusters community. Anybody who had a problem with it, would you trade any of it in for the world? Like, like, no, 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 because like I've read in the uh, book that Harold Ramis's daughter wrote, uh, she was talking about how something he used to always say was that every decision that you've made has brought you to this point. And if you're happy with where you are now, then everything's fine. And I am. So fuck it. I'm glad that I contributed to it. I'm glad that we did it. I made friends. I have memories. It's out there. Is it a perfect representation? No, but there are some people who really enjoyed it. And I still get messages from people who on like a serious level are connecting and talking about like, you know, cause I talk yeah. about how I quit drinking and watching Ghostbusters was important and people will reach out to me about that. And that does right. it. That's a fucking valid connection with another human being. So I yeah. wouldn't throw that. And away. like, listen, I enjoy watching it. I get, I get laughs out of it. I laugh at all the right parts. Dude. It's so cool. You know? We <laughs> quote it like every episode. I'm literally quoting it. In like, some hey, subtle let way. me, let me, let me say something. Let me say something. I love this. Say I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to be completely fucking honest. Dude, this is Ghost like going is, in dry. Ghost right Heads now. is weird. It's very weird. <laughs> it is not, it is not something that's like, it is a little, <laughs> if someone comes up to me and they're like, Oh, Hey, I saw this Ghostbuster documentary. Isn't that what you do? Uh, it is almost a little embarrassing because I know ninety percent of what they watched is like Pink uh, from Ozen. Pink it's from Ozen. It's cringeworthy and it's it's scary to everybody. But on top of that, it's scary um, to everybody. They should put that quote on the box. It's scary. It's to scary everybody. to everybody. But, but I also want to say this. On top of that, it's kind of uh, brought a lot of entertainment. And and fun stuff to the Ghostbusters community. There's been some shit, but there's also like we ha- we do have a lot of fun with it. We do, and that's yeah. and that's good. Um, yeah. So, okay, anyways, so. getting two years is enough to heal. Yeah, we're healing. So we'll say that Here's right. It's and everybody's now, different. Yeah, yeah exactly. To, to My the, journey is different from everyone else's. To the folks on group therapy who who were interested in our involvement and what that was like, I'm just going to blatantly tell the story. Brass right tax. Now. Yeah. Here we go. So. Abby and I, they're making this documentary. Everybody's submitting footage. Uh, and Abby and I were like, okay, cool. We'll, we'll submit some footage. We, we're very into the community. Uh, we, we love uh, being a part of the, you know, doing the conventions and all that stuff. And obviously part of uh, the story uh, was that 
and I don't want to speak for Abby and she can shed more. I had on my Instagram and my profile posted for a very long time, Ghostbusters saved my life as a sentence on there. And, and that's something what, I would talk about a lot. Well, just for those who don't know, who those if for those you, of you who don't know, I obviously grew up in a religious background. And if I had a drinking problem, I didn't want to go to AA because it's super religious. And I wasn't a big fan of that environment, but there are tenants and parts of AA that are important, like having a community and replacing bad behavior with something good. And, Getting into Ghostbusters and watching the okay, now I feel like I'm filming my fucking Ghosthead submission. So getting into do you Ghostbusters, know all the lines. Yes, uh, <laughs> I'm a Ghostbuster. I know who I am. No, I literally am making fun of myself right now. But no, I really got a lot out of watching that movie and getting into the community and doing costuming, right. and it was very important so, to me. So yeah, there was some special. When shit. you quit drinking, mm-hmm. which was something you had to do, yes, five years ago. Um. It, it, that time did align with when you were getting really into Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was part of the, the story that we were telling. We submitted our footage. And if you guys remember, there was a, uh, a screening of Ghost Heads. Um, we never heard anything. We submitted the footage. Hey, Brendan, here's the footage. Thanks. Got it. Cool. Love you guys. Perfect. And like anybody else, we put our footage in. And uh, they did a screening of Ghost Heads in New York. Maybe, I don't know, five, six months ahead of time. Yeah. Four months ahead of time. Sometime in the spring uh, of, uh, of that year uh, at the Tribeca Film Festival. So that it was a big deal. And they, they did this screening. And uh, they did the screening. And I saw that cut of the movie. I, uh, uh, I don't remember the exact circumstance. But somehow I ended up, I think somebody gave me an early cut of the movie. I'll leave it at that. And I watched it. And we weren't in it. Like, Abby was in it for, like... It, the movie was kind of essentially the same, a little bit shorter. Uh, some of the, you know, I, if I remember, some of the parts were a little bit different, but Abby wasn't in it. All the stuff with us was not in the movie. In fact, I think it was probably before, like, the trailer event and all that stuff. So, like, there was, like, one clip of Abby. We watched it, we were like... And I remember my first opinion was, like, oh, I don't know if people are going to like this movie that much. Like, I've never seen it. Not like, because there's not enough Abby, but yeah, just because it's, it's like... not good. Yeah. No, yeah, it wasn't that. I mean, Who's my first thought was that? like, oh, maybe we dodged a bullet. I don't know. It was but, close to that Jaws documentary almost. Yeah, like, yeah. So, but what happened was, after they did this screening, I don't know all of the details, but it was... Something happened with somebody where there, there was... It was brought to the attention... Uh, to the producers that there wasn't enough female uh, representation in the movie, that it was just mostly dudes, which... Probably precipitated from the fact that there was a female-fronted Ghostbusters movie coming out, that it was like, hey, if we're going to piggyback on this, yeah, let's get some girls in here. (laughs) 30 years ago, mostly dudes saved New York. Mostly dudes were being dudes. Um, (laughs) They they did dude things, and they they held their dude-like weapons to kill dude ghosts. Um... Well, girls did all the paperwork. <laughs> Look at Janine go. She is pretty cute. She is cute. <laughs> Look, I bet she has to run errands and pick up more office supplies. Okay. Um, I don't know what we're doing. So, uh, I don't know either. So I don't know what happened. I've heard, I've heard stories of what happened. I don't want to call out names, but the, the rumor is that uh, uh, there was like parents involved of, so, of somebody. I don't know. Somebody was not happy that there wasn't girls in the movie. We'll there were some it. whistles being blown. Yeah. Hey, and you know what? More girls. When we make Get our, more girls in. When we make our big announcement after this. We're putting out whistles. 
We're gonna we're putting out a line of whistles. Uh, I don't know. We got an announcement coming up in a few minutes. Maybe we could elaborate more on that story down the line. If you know, maybe you never know. Yeah, but we'll get there. Um, so, anyways, they wanted more female involvement. Uh, Brendan, Tommy, Avalon. Somebody reached out to me and was like, "Hey, we like your guys' footage. Would you be willing to do an additional interview?" And not only did they do an additional interview, they basically redid the entire thing. So uh, the original footage we shot was just like us. T- no, I wasn't even in it. It was just Abby talking to the camera. And then they did it with both of us the second time. And they wanted us to, to tell our story. We probably did a 45-minute or an hour interview. And they went with the story that they went with. And that's fine. I've always been really happy that Abby could... Uh, have an outlet to share her story. And I think you felt the same. Yeah, I did feel the same, especially in the moment of contributing. Like it was a little nerve wracking to talk about that stuff, honestly, but I wanted to because it was a huge part of my life. And I think that opening up about it is like, it's a, it's a big step. It's something I was already doing on social media and right. like people had responded to it in a positive way. Right. So I was like, fuck it. This is a good yeah. way to connect. Um, so yeah, we, we just did it and we submitted the footage. And again, we had no involvement past that. We had already been engaged. All and what happened was, is they saw that footage of our. Uh, uh, I hey, you want the real talk? All the stuff with Ivan Reitman and contacting Ghost Corps and having his involvement with the engagement—that was all me. Yeah, I hundred percent did that. That was like your pre. Yes, have some podcast work. Yeah, I was like, look at me go. <laughs> I got Ivan. <laughs> Who knows what I'll do next? Yeah, I'll propose to Jake. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. She's at the oh, end of the episode. Kate McKinnon helped me propose to Jake. Uh, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I could think of five things to do with a cadaver today. Oh. Uh, anyways, I did all that on my own. They just wanted it for the movie. They're like, hey, we like that thing you did. We think it would be good for the movie. Can we use it? And I'm like, what am I going to be like? No, sorry. I'm above that. Mm-hmm. I'm above that, even though I did a public proposal and put it on you. Like, I spent our whole night, we got engaged just, like, liking Facebook comments. So, I'm obviously, I like the attention. Jesus. Yeah, of course. There was, yes, yes, yes. 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 And also, that engagement video was what led us to getting on the cross rip and talking to Troy for the Mm -hmm. first time, which was obviously a great friendship. Here's to say, all of this indirectly led to Yes Have Some started. Yeah. Like, because... Because filming those things was like, oh, we like doing this. Once we got a taste of the the Hollywood lifestyle, (laughs) we're like, we're not slowing down anytime soon. Big dinners. Oh, I was on the phone with Tom Whalen. Todd Whalen. What's his name? Todd Whalen. I don't know his name. Somebody. Craig, I re- Craig, I remember when you were like, one of the conversations that me and you had uh, before we started the podcast, yeah. when we were like talking about it, yeah. I distinctly remember that you were like, uh, we just did this video. We're going to be ghost heads. <laughs> Now's the time to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Yeah. Jake, no lie. Part Dude, of- you have to fucking work for it. Part- we had just started yeah. Yes Have Some. Part of the footage we submitted, the God, here comes corporate show Craig Goldberg. Part of the footage we submitted to uh, to the uh, to Ghost Heads was us podcasting. Yes, like, yeah. again. Yeah, it just started. I'm yep. gonna back up from the microphone. And we say were like, yes. I, I don't that. care. I I'm that. selfish I was like, and self promoting. This is gonna be on Netflix. They're gonna be it's like yes. fake pod. Yeah, Jake, you, guys are like, you want 
It's podcasting, aren't you? Jake, we pretended to have a podcast and talk to you mm-hmm. while we filmed it. And it was funny. Yeah. It was. I remember. I made a Winston joke. Mm-hmm. Oh. I was like, fucking goddamn it. Why isn't this? And I was like, and then you I know, like everyone else. Who I was wasn't like, a we should get dance. a P.O. box because we're not going to be able to handle the amount of money people are going to be sending many, us. Many, many, many. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Listen, so we did it, and it came out, and the movie's fucking nuts. Like, yeah, it's just, fucking nuts. It, it is nuts. Yeah, it is nuts. Like, yeah. it's, 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 it's kind of, there's parts But Yes, Have Some Podcast is still here two years later. Yes, And we're doing is. good, so that's fucking yeah. great. But, but, we're I better. Mean, we Jake, are. We've evolved. Yeah, exactly. What, what was your, Jake, when you first watched it, what, what, uh, like, what did you, what did you think? Uh, well, I'll tell you exactly what I thought. Half of it, I was like, oh, this is really cool. Some of my friends are in this. And not just you guys. Like, there are other people we know in the documentary. And I was, I'm literally, it was like a half and half. I was like, oh, how come half of this documentary is like a real documentary and half of this documentary is about an insane person? (laughs) Hey. I don't mean, say that about me. Don't say that's that about me. Dude, in recent like recent events. It really did feel like somebody just wanted to kind of capitalize off of like, I know Trekkies is old, but right. Trekkies was very popular and it, out, it was right. kind of a cult. Like, you know, people, that's Trekkies is a thing. People, people think, who, who don't like Star Trek, when they hear that somebody likes Star Trek, they they mention Trekkies. Like it's right. I think the term it, we're looking for is freak show. That's what people yeah, look at it. It, it makes you yeah, exactly. It's one of those like people watch Trekkies to make fun of people. Right. Yeah. And and it feels a lot like somebody was kind of trying to do the same thing with well, Ghost. Here, but thing. half of it is but it's weird because the whole movie's not like that. No. It's like There's half so really, of it is like a real serious, like yeah. well, good the thing is, stuff yeah. happening. I mean, we people for like we talk about ghost heads a lot, probably more than we should. Um, and apparently, we're doing a full episode on it right now. Here's the thing: we turn, <laughs> we call, I think YHS is putting out a new shirt, and it's the it's I survived ghost heads. It's well, it's yeah. I, you can get I survived ghost heads, or there's Just a picture of me holding a martini. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even do. Yeah, I don't know. Ghostbusters helped me stop drinking. Ghost heads got me drinking. Dude, I have made that post, that comment before. Um, Uh, So, uh, so fuck uh, it. We should. No, we're we. There's a for people. There's a term for people like us. It's called. We're and I talked about the other day. Insane. We're ghosts heads heads. We ghosts heads. We're ghosts heads heads. Yeah. Listen. uh, Yeah. Do you think? Okay. How do I skirt around the issue here? Don't. One, of the, one of the subjects... You don't. You just get right in with two fingers. <laughs> what uh <laughs> She made the you motion. Skirt. One oh, of the... Oh. One of the, the main characters of this film... Uh, a lot of people had issues with that person being so heavily featured. And I've always wondered what the real... Re- like, because... Even like right off the bat, like, do you think it was because the community had been so tight knit for so long, and there was like prominent members of the Ghostbusters community? That's who, a good point. Who were not featured, and do you think, I think... a lot there? Like, strip away all the craziness and the chaos and the and the fucking the parody songs and the all the shit. God, strip away all, think... all that. Do you think? Do you think there was a little bit like who, who is this guy? Like, why? That's why? A... 
I think that's part of it. I think that's part of it. He kind of came out of nowhere. A lot of people didn't know who he was. He was like he he's he might like be Donald a Trump. huge Ghostbusters fan. He obviously is, but he wasn't very like known in the community. Like there is a big community of Ghostbusters fans that goes back for a very long time, further than I've been a part of it, further than you guys have been a part of it. Preach. And some of those people who got upset are people who I know it can come off as just whining, oh, I wasn't in the movie. But also some of these people have done a lot of work and and, and put a lot of money into uh, contributing to the rest of the community as a whole. And and I mean that as, as far as like when when people started doing this, nobody knew what to make packs out of. Nobody knew like what – that had all that work was done by people who were still in the community, like figuring things out, making like making th- you know, f- f- figuring out what parts to use this mm-hmm. and like, you know, all that right. kind of stuff. Time and a lot of those money, people, yeah. all of those people were like, you would think if you're making an ultimate documentary about Ghostbusters, especially if it's going to be about the fans, maybe some of those people would, would get to talk or be mentioned or whatever. But instead of talking about like, uh, you know, like important members of a community that have like helped build something, um, you know, like AJ quick or, or, you know, there's, there's a million people. Right. But instead of that, we just get some random dude who kind of makes everybody look like we're idiots. Yeah. And I know, and I know that's like, don't say that about Paul Feig. (laughs) (laughs) Now I know that's movie, that's movie making. They, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what they wanted to do. They didn't want it. Like you just said it, they weren't making a documentary for the fans. Was he making the sauce? But I can, but I can understand people getting upset for that reason. Right. There's a lot of conflicting emotions. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm never, I don't tend to live with like regrets ever. Yeah. Um, I, I, I directly associate a lot of really awesome things in my life with, uh, with, that time, not necessarily like the mo- ghost heads, but that entire year of 2016. Just that period, yeah. Watching yeah. right. the podcast. There was a tremendous amount of happiness and joy like re- yeah. associated that I, ha- I have with that. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. a really good summer. Look, I mean, I think Dan I, Aykroyd said it best. You know, I don't think a Spider-Man coming huh. into the hospital would have had the same effect. Yeah, because <laughs> Ghostbusters, that's something to be scared of. Ghostbusters <laughs> yeah. shows up in your hospital room. Uh, uh, they're probably dude, there for a reason. Is that thing that no um, one's talking about? That it's fucking. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Am hey, I allowed? You know Wait, save it for the extended content. Because <laughs> I just save that thought. Visiting hospitals, you're scaring the fuck out of everybody. Uh, yeah. Any yeah, rational thinking straight. human. Um. You know, my favorite part about Ghost uh, Ghostheads is I'm not in it at all. <laughs> I'm not in it. But my favorite thing is that um, whenever the it's cycle, if you just leave it on on Netflix and it cycles through, yeah. On like screenshots, one of the pictures is the three of us. Isn't yeah. that wild? Like, that's all. That's it's fucking all yes. That have I'm some in. podcasts. Yeah. I'm just in a you know a, a pic a still picture, but I do like the fact that I can put Netflix on, go to a movie, and be like, "Hey, there's me, Craig, and I." Yeah, it's yeah, cool. <laughs> it's cool. It is. It is. And again, just to piggyback off that, at the end of the day, the people that I met in the very beginning, the people that we're talking about that were the pillars of this community that we kind of lurked around on GBFans.com and like, you know, you slowly figure out like who's who and what's what and it takes time. Those are still my friends and I still care about them and I'm very excited to see them at DragonCon and I'm very pumped that what we have, what we've created with Yes Have Some, it doesn't matter where it started. It matters where we are now. So I'm happy. Also... 
that that that's a perfect ending to that conversation. But I just had a great Thank idea. Thank you. Is it over? <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like we need to try to contact the the people who were in Trekkies mm-hmm. and get them on the show. Jake, they're all and dead. Group therapy? They've all killed themselves. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dude, they they're all. We know them. They're all in the Ghostbusters community yeah. now. Yeah. They all have names that are similar to Ghostbusters. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's uh, Cleet Flozer uh, and John John Shedmark. Tim Yogurt. What's his name? Tim Yogurt. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, wait. Watch out. Too close to home. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. No lawsuits Ooh, here. It's hot. Hot mic. Hot Guys, we're, we're, like, we're almost an hour in. Let's, let's, let's announce something special. Do we have to? Yes. Let's I want to. We don't have to. Let's do, do, do it. Yeah, I want to. All right, cool. Well, that was fun. I'm sure it's not the last time we'll ever talk about it, but it always feels good. It feels really good. A little catharsis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So, before we move on to the fuck budget, we have an announcement to make. Yes, Have Some Podcast is officially launching a Patreon page. Woo! Whoa! Whoa. I don't know Whoa. Patreon. Wow. Patreon. That's it's really song. exciting. So basically, here's the deal. Uh, if you're not familiar with Patreon, Patreon is a uh, a, f- a funding platform for content creators, people who do podcasts, people who do videos, things like that. Uh, it allows listeners, fans, people who like to check out uh, Yes Have Some Podcasts to contribute and help us uh, do the things that we love to do. Uh, but we're not doing this the old way. We're not just asking for money and then saying, thanks for being a patron. Uh, you're going to help us pay for our, our hosting costs and our mm-hmm. website costs. We're, we're going to make this. We're a- sending you nude photos. Yes. So. Um, who's going to go first? <laughs> you're first. You, Gypsy and Gizmo. Uh, They're always pictures. nude. So this is the way it's going to work. So we've been working on this for a while. You can go to our official Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash yeshavesome. And we're going to be linking it all over social media and all that. It won't be hard to find. You're going to be sick of seeing it. I promise. Uh, So basically, um, it's a monthly contribution. We've got five tiers. And it starts off at a dollar a month. So for as low as a dollar a month, you can contribute to Yes Have Some. And uh, I don't know. All I can say is it means the world uh, that that people would take – time out of their day to listen to us and to check us out and to say all the kind of things that they do. Uh, and for somebody to make any kind of financial commitment, even if it's a dollar a month, it's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I'm going to run through the tiers real quick and then we're going to move on to the fuck budget and we're going to be talking about this a lot more. And also this is just the beginning. Like, we're, Yes. We're, and thank you group therapy and thank you everyone. And thank you, you, whoever you are, who's listening right now. Cause that means so much. Like there's the a new guy listening. Like they started you. off talking about church and they're in ghost heads and they're asking for money. Now they fuck, <laughs> all over the place. Fuck, uh, fuck them in their fucking assholes. <laughs> all right, here we go. Yes, have some podcast. <laughs> Patreon.com slash yes, have some. First tier is a dollar a month for that. You are going to get a personal thank you live on the podcast and on social media, probably more than once. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really cool. Uh, so thank you. $5 a month. Not only are you going to get the personalized thank you on the podcast, we are going to be doing a quarterly newsletter four times a year. You're going to get not email, directly. Physical. Physical. Snail mail. To your house. Physical. Real paper. Actual physical mail. And we're going to put a lot of work into it. It's not going to be like a, a fucking flyer. 
Uh, it's gonna have fun. No, there's gonna be illustrations. Fun Jake. stories, exclusive photos. Yeah, Jake's gonna draw awesome pictures. Doodles. Yeah, and, uh, maybe some stickers, puzzles, stickers, buttons, things like that. We're Crosswords. gonna make it. We're gonna make it worth your while for five bucks a month. Um, here's the one I'm really excited Perfume about. Perfume samples, ten dollars a month. This is what I think. This is the one. This is like the the, the best value. I think. Yeah. Uh, ten dollars a month. You are going to get a minimum of two exclusive. Yes, have some podcast episodes per month. It's probably going to be more to that, more than that, but a minimum of two per month that you're going to have exclusive access to. They will never be released anywhere else ever. You are going to have a password protected download. It will be on your phone just like the regular podcast, but two a month exclusive episodes where we cover topics we haven't talked about before. Just think about that ghost. We'll use people's full names. <laughs> yeah. so. Also, also, we're going to let you guys help. Like figure out what that content is. Like yeah, if, if, if we got people paying, like the people that are paying for that. If you want to hear us talk about a specific movie, tell us. And we'll tell us in the live video it. chat, and then we'll put it in the bonus episode. Yeah, so we're gonna have bonus episodes where it's gonna be unrated, unfiltered. We'll like the ghost heads conversation we just had. We'll go like ten times further, um, and we'll probably yeah. do that pretty early on. We'll say names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this week on Yes Have Some Patreon exclusive, Jake names names. Uh, and he's just talking about. It. He's like, "Yeah, you guys know I'm on the picture on Netflix." Uh, <laughs> okay, so ten dollars a month, you get the two exclusive episodes at a minimum. We're gonna do a monthly live video chat with all of our uh, ten dollars a month and higher folks, uh, and we'll just shoot the shit and talk and laugh and joke and we'll have a good time. You can pop a beer or soda or whatever you want to pop. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll have a live chat. And on top of all that, you're also going to get a personal phone call from the three of us. Yeah. We're going to call you. We'll call you out of work. Yeah, we'll, if you need yeah. the night off. We'll call your kids out of school. <laughs> we'll, we'll run an errand for you. No, for $10 a month, you're, you're also no. going to get us. We'll, we'll call you, all three of us on the line. We'll talk, we'll chat, we'll laugh, and we'll get to know each other. Because I really want to get to know everybody out there on more of a level than just like Facebook comments. Um, Definitely. I want to sleep in your bed. Um, okay, <laughs> one thing to remember as, as we go to the next two tiers, uh, all of this builds on each other. So if you sign up for the $10 tier, you get everything included in the other tiers and so on. So mm-hmm. next we've got the $25 tier. Very excited about this one. This is the YHS VHS tier. You are going to get mm-hmm. bi-monthly, six times a year, a vintage original VHS tape in the mail. You're also going to get a digital audio commentary from us on whatever movie that is. And just for joining that monthly tier, you're going to get a Yes Have Some coffee mug. Yeah. So let me get this straight. 25 bucks a month. I've been asking for a Yes Have Some coffee mug for two years. Well, give and me now we're finally giving everyone. Yeah. For $25. Oh. So, Jake. I just needed $25. Yeah. We're all VHS collectors. I have a feeling a lot of the people who subscribe are. are uh, Listen to you know YHS also love those vintage tapes. I'm really excited about this yeah. tape specifically. Yeah, um, me too. Jake, Jake says me too. Yeah, so everybody sign me up. too. Me too. Uh, Twenty five dollars YHS VHS. You're gonna get a tape in the mail every two months, and also. We're not. It's, this isn't going to be running. Don't just expect speed because you can get like forty for a dollar. Like that's what I was just thinking. My ears were turning. I was like, wait a minute. Am I going to have to start doing a lot more VHS hunting to find multiples? 
It's going to all be Titanic. Every store in the world. Yeah, and also expect variants. Yeah, workout videos. You know, let's say we did Jurassic Park. Religious tapes. Maybe maybe we, we did Jurassic Park one month. Maybe... 10 people would get the regular VHS copy and one would get like the special edition or the double edition or whatever other, you know, we're, we're going to make it fun. We're going to make talking it about worth, rare worth everybody's while. Yeah. Um, so that's the $25 tier. And also you still get the bonus episodes and the phone call and the coffee mug and the thank you and the thank you. And then of course, a lot of work. Yeah, this is becoming a lot of work. We yeah. sure we want to do this. Let's yeah. quit. I quit. Should we stop recording now and go buy VHS tapes? <laughs> Cause I'm very stressed about that. <laughs> The last one is the $50 a month YHS Collectors Club. This is the big one. This is something we've wanted to do for a really long time. So this is the YHS Collectors Club. It's $50 a month. And what it is, is a quarterly box. Four times a year, you are going to get a limited edition box in the mail full of exclusive YHS merchandise. That could be hats, prints, original artwork. Uh, enamel pins, buttons, stickers, all sorts of stuff. We have so many cool ideas. Uh, not only are you going to get that stuff, we're going to be doing vintage toys. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing posters, limited edition podcast episodes that could be on VHS or cassette format. Um, guest yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah. I mean, we're really going to put a ton of work into making these things worth everybody's while and make them very special. Abby, we've been talking about the Collectors yeah. Club for a long time. Fuck yeah, we have. I've been thinking about this forever. Um, personally, I want to get an oversized like VHS clamshell case for this. Like, I we're not making promises. We're not making any promises, but it would be very cool to do that. And yeah, I've been thinking of this forever. I've wanted to have a mm-hmm. newsletter forever. I've wanted to have a monthly box, obviously, uh, with like other box subscription services out there. It's something that we have bought before, like NerdBlock, et cetera, but to have something that we are packaging and stuffing and putting together and yeah. sending out is like, I'm very excited. It would just excited. be fun. Yeah. yeah. It's just going to be fun. I've all, like, it, it, it's something we've been talking about for so long that I, I literally have a small pile of shit like already compiled that I have bought specifically for like, one day we're going to give this stuff away. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, so, it, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun. And like, it's like satisfying to yeah. put so what those the, together. And stuff. Absolutely. What this is going to be is $50 a month. It is a quarterly box, four times a year. You're going to be part of the YHS Collectors Club. And again, this is stuff that you're not going to be able to get anywhere else if it's YHS related. So if we do a limited edition t-shirt or an enamel pin or a poster or a print yeah. or an autograph from one of our guests, like... You're, we're not, those aren't going on the store. Those aren't going to be given away as prizes. Like the only they way they might end up on the secondary market at some point. Yeah, I mean, you might have to get it on eBay, uh, but you're not going to be able to. Get, they're not going to be available anywhere else. Like we know that we have collectors, toy collectors, people who are into collectibles, limited edition stuff, variants, prints, toys. We want to make this exclusive. We want it to be worth everybody's investment because it's not lost on us. That if you're willing to put $50 a month or $25 a month or $10 a month, whatever it is, it's a big deal. And it means a lot to us. Um, So we're going to wrap it up there. Mm -hmm. Yes, have some. Patreon, it's there. It's available. Go check it out. We put up a really fun intro video. We're going to be doing a lot more exclusive video and audio for the Patreon page. And more than anything, I'm just excited to grow our community and just keep this thing going. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... 
the, yep. what you were saying, Jake, about buying stuff for the, hopefully using it for the podcast, like to send out in the mm-hmm. collector's club thing. I love buying things that like, I know I can use eventually, like whatever decorations or like old, uh, party accessories. Like I just bought a bunch of Harry Potter stuff. Like I know it's, it's, it's just fun because I know that we can use it here when we're on screen and doing yeah, the thing. Like the, just, yeah. The, the whole thing is, is like, we, we go to a lot of conventions. We do a lot of stuff. We, ha- we, and now we get to do more of it. We have the, the opportunity yeah. to do cool things that we want right. to give back. Like we want to be able to like we if we find let's say if we find some cool old like a, a bunch of vintage Ghostbusters stickers that are hard to find and expensive on eBay. Like, you know, maybe something like that could be included in the monthly box or the quarterly yeah. box, I should say. So yeah. five to seven items. It'll be different stuff every quarter. And yeah, it's going to be good. I'm really, I'm really stoked. I'm like looking at the shelves right now to see what I have multiple. Hey, we're not giving you our shit that we already have. I I have a bunch of like Batman Returns, Catwoman, little plastic rings. I'm thinking I can do that. Uh, Hey, what did you say? (laughs) What? Okay. You're trying to get people to pay $50 a month for what? Little plastic party favors that were probably like 75 cents back in the 90s. It's not going to be that. It's not going to be that. It's better than that. It's going to be good. I promise. It's going to be good stuff. Do it. Um, Okay. So that's the S House of Patreon. We really, really appreciate everybody's support. And now it's time for the fuck budget. Fuck budget. Fuck budget. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Mother, motherfucker. Mother, motherfucker. Fuck, fuck. I don't give a fuck. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Cool. Uh, Jake was just, uh, I, I don't know if that recorded. He was. Uh, he was uh jake, jake will you, you do that again you do that again first of all i found it very calming i do i do i do this is uh jacob walsh um you're captain here on the yes have some flight and uh, just a second here can you sit back and relax and, there's uh, something on the way yeah. there's something on the way apparently there's something on the way uh, it's time for the yes have thank you jake it's time for the yes have some fun budget this is the segment we do all the time where we take five Topics currently in movies, toys, pop culture, things like that. We break them down. Jake and Abby each have 10 fucks to give. They have to spend them wisely. They have to allocate their fucks. They have to create a fuck budget. They can't go over 10, and they got to try harder because they seem to keep going over 10 every single (laughs) week. Are you guys ready for the fuck budget? Yeah, I am. I'm I'm specifically excited for this one because I feel like there's some good stuff on here. Um, There's kind of a lot happening. There's a mix. Yeah. All right. It's a little mixed bag. Let's do it. I'm always nervous sending you guys this because one day Jake's going to reply to my email for the fuck budget. It's just going to say unsubscribe. <laughs> no. No. Uh-uh. No. All right, guys. Cool. Number one. Yes. Yes, have some. Fuck budget. Ant-Man and the Wasp is out. We've all seen it. It's the latest installment in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It was a palate cleanser because Avengers was just so sad. I felt sad. For some people. For some people. Not for all three of us. Mm-hmm. Jake's the Jake's a fucking maniac. Everyone's crying during Avengers Infinity War. Jake's just like, yeah, fucking coop. Good. Good. <laughs> Good. We don't need that many. <laughs> there was too many. There were too many of them. Um, when it comes to Ant-Man and the Wasp, Jacob Walsh, how many fucks do you give? Um, I gave it, uh, I went back and forth a little bit. I'm going to settle on two fucks. I like this movie. Um, I think maybe the first one's a little better. Um, but my, my favorite thing about this movie is that it's like the Ant-Man films have both just been very fun. They are funny. Paul Rudd is, is like 
he's very easy to watch. He's he he he's he's good. And these films are not after watching uh, Black Panther and Avengers, who are both like super heavy, dark kind of movies. Um, it felt very good to to watch something like Ant-Man where there's like a giant Pez dispenser being thrown around and mm-hmm. it's silly. There's like an ant playing the drums and you can just you can just kind of relax and not feel stressed out. Yeah. Yeah. Jake, I agree with you. Abigail Gardner. How many I also give this two fucks. Um, I enjoyed it. It was uh, extremely positive and uplifting and uh, Paul Rudd's very funny. So. Um, it's like, is the villain the best? Not always, and not Wait, in this was movie. Was there a villain in this movie? It, it was like... Kind of, not kinda, really. Yeah. It was that sympathetic villain with ghosts. Yeah. The villain, the villain was like uh, the FBI, basically, who yeah. just kept yeah. trying to make sure that Paul Rudd was on house. Which, yeah. that guy, he's very funny. And he, he is. is the... he. As soon as I saw him, he's Asian Jim in that episode of The Office where they prank... Dwight oh, and make yeah, him yeah, think yeah. that Jim was Asian the whole time. Yep. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, it's Asian Jim. Is he also in, what else is he in? I feel like I've seen him in other stuff. Well, anyways, mm-hmm. um, so Abby, keep going. Uh, yeah, well, I'd say that it, I haven't thought about it and I don't have the urge to go back and see it again, but um, the point that you made that it was something that felt necessary after seeing um, Infinity War, it was like, it was just a fun ride. It was what a superhero movie should be. It wasn't like a huge think piece. I don't need to like digest parts of it, but I laughed. I enjoyed it. I really liked Evangeline Lilly's performance, which is what I was looking forward to the most. Um, I thought she was tough and awesome and all the things that I needed her to be. So yeah, and I love the giant ants playing the drums. Like that, Hey, every that time I see those giant ants, I want to watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids immediately. Yeah, yes. for sure. I just want an oatmeal cream pie. Oh, mm-hmm. I just want one of those anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake, what did you think of Evangeline Lilly in this movie? Um, I, I'm not a big fan of hers, but I thought she was fine in this movie. Blasphemy! Really? I don't know. I, 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 I Dude, never a lot of people don't like her on Lost. Yeah, I liked her. I really don't like her on Lost. I, I don't know. I've never, I've never seen anything. I've never seen her in any capacity and been like, oh, she's good. I don't think she's bad in Ant-Man, but she's not like, I'm not going out and, I don't know, is, uh, I'm not making signs or anything mm-hmm. is that a thing jake, I, jake, know. I made a people sign. normally make signs i make signs usually i usually make signs jake thinks yeah. every event can be monday night raw That's what <laughs> exactly yeah uh, yeah jake just said i made an undertaker sign yeah jake's <laughs> at ant-man holding up a sign that says uh you still got it like i'm what? holding i'm holding a sign right now that says we want Gebhardt. <laughs> okay, moving That's on. That's true. Um, I, I like the movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. And uh, I don't necessarily think it was like, like, oh, this is the movie I needed after Avengers. Yeah. I just yeah. think there's a lot of room in the Marvel Universe for different kinds of movies. Paul Rudd is very funny. Uh, he has that role completely down. He's basically just playing Paul Rudd. Uh, but I like the stuff with him and his daughter. It's pretty cool. Michael Douglas is always fun to watch. Hey, Michelle Pfeiffer. She yeah, should be in yeah. more movies. She's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I liked her a lot. What did you guys think when they had like they used the de aging technology? For oh yeah, Dunn? you know, it, it was okay. It, there was a little bit of a weirdness to it, but it didn't look that bad. You know, yeah. I mean, I, I, and you know what? It, 
it didn't look bad at all. There are just a few shots here and there where you can be like, oh yeah, that's CGI. But right. mostly they're they're kind of getting that stuff yeah. down. It's getting yeah. really close. Yeah, and probably the more acclimated Especially that we are to uh, it. Uh, what's it? Fish, fish burns? Like, his oh yeah. Re- oh my god, I thought I was like, watching fucking Dream Warriors. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw his and I was like, oh, is this just deleted footage from yeah. an old movie? Yeah, yeah it's insane. Um, yeah, he looks so young, I wanted to call him Larry Fishburn again. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, that's what his name that's was. Uh-huh. Uh, did you? But you laughed. You uh-huh. had fun. Uh, yeah, I yeah, 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 I, I like it. I, I thought this movie was pretty cool. Post credit scene or mid credit scene? Uh, we see uh, uh, Ant Man, Paul Rudd. He's he's back in the quantum. What's it called? The quantum realm. Mm-hmm. Quantum, quantum realm. Quantum leap. He's doing something. Yeah. And yeah. it's very colorful. And uh, Thanos yeah, happens. They all and Thanos happens again. Uh, I thought it was kind of cool. They all faded away like that. Cause the whole time you're wondering like, okay, so at some point that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like I was yeah. wondering, you knew I, they were, you knew they were going to kind of link it some somewhere yeah. at some point we were going to have to know I why Ant Man isn't in, you know, whatever. Right. I had this theory that they were going to do something where like the halfway point of this movie was the end of Avengers and it was going to, like something cool like that, but they didn't. It's mm. fine. Oh yeah. Um, did you guys see uh, real quick? There's this uh, subreddit specifically dedicated to Thanos, and it had like hundreds of thousands of subscribers, and they built a bot to automatically ban half of all the subscribers. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. But did the did everyone agree to that happening? Or yeah, was that, everybody was. They wanted to be. Yeah, like vanished yeah. or whatever. That's amazing. It was pretty cool. Yeah. All right, cool. Moving on. Number two in the fuck budget. It's two and two. You each have eight fucks left to give. Mm. Billy D. Williams, Lando Calrissian, officially confirmed he is back for Star Wars Episode Nine. Star Wars is in a weird place right now. It was fun for me to read some good news. Abigail Gardner, when it comes to Billy D. Playing Lando Calrissian, and hey, this is the first time we've seen Lando on screen in a Star Wars movie in like two months. <laughs> I'm How many fucks waiting. do you give? Oh, I'm I'm panting for it. I give three fucks to this though because Star Wars is very important to me. I think that it's been off the tracks and like uh, off kilter. The last two movies um, was not a huge fan of Solo, and the Last Jedi. I was. We've, I've talked about it. It's, it's getting worse for me. You, yeah, it? it's getting more serious. Like I was ranting to my dad about the Last Jedi when he was over here. He's never recently. even seen. He doesn't Star Wars. care. <laughs> I had to explain the Force Awakens to him first, which I did, and he was like, "Oh, that sounds good." And I was like, "Wait a minute, hold on, wait till they get to Octu." And then it was like, "Okay, so yeah." <laughs> the the point is that. I do care about these movies. I want them to get back on course, at least to make me happy because I'm selfish. And I think that having some of the original cast members like Billy D. Williams back in their original roles is smart. It's what the people want. It's what I need. And let's get the whole family back together. And who knows? Like, I don't know if that's... Is it flashbacks? Is it like current timeline? Like we don't know what capacity or how, but I'm, I would rather see him because he's well, charismatic and gives me those old feels, which bef- I want. Before I throw to Jake, like he had a couple conventions scheduled this month and he canceled them both for scheduling conflicts. So I don't think this is going to be like a, a one-off cameo. I, I have a feeling Lando's in the movie for, for some significant amount of time. Okay. Uh, Jake, how many fucks? Um, I gave it one. Uh, I gave it one because I do love Star Wars um, as a whole. Uh, I don't really care about Lando Calrissian that much. Uh, I feel I almost feel weird about this announcement because, first of all, like 
this story that they're telling right now, it, it's it's very um, concentrated on, you know, uh, Skywalker and Ray and like it almost seems like where is there room for Lando? Like what could Lando possibly have anything to do with this current the the finale of the second trilogy, you know, in this I mean, story, I've got a like, prediction. I've got a little prediction for that. We'll hear it in a second. Um yeah. but it, to me it almost to me it almost seems like oh shit, Solo did bad. Fucking people were complaining about the Star Wars movie before that. What can we Let's announce an, another original actor. Like it, it almost seems like forced, and I—I I mean, it's too early to tell. I could be talking out of my ass, but it doesn't seem like a—I don't know. It's—it almost seems like a desperate, yeah, come back to Star Wars kind well, of thing. So look, you remember him? Star mm-hmm. Wars is in a really, yeah. Like it obviously, is obviously though. I'm gr- like jumping for it, and I'm like, that's fine with me. It's I'm it's in a so weird place right now. I don't think anybody saw this coming. I think the further we get from the Last Jedi, the more it's kind of settling in. Like, okay, this is where we are with Star Wars. Han Solo or the Solo movie kind of bombed. It it was way short of expectations. There's been a lot of Star Wars the last couple of years. People are just like it or not. People just didn't like The Last Jedi, like a lot of people. It's probably 50-50. Um, and there's there's issues with the movie, and I enjoyed it, and I enjoy parts of it a lot. We've talked about it a lot. I, I'm definitely cool. Like, here's my thing. I love that we have a podcast where I can evaluate my feelings about any given movie at any given time. If I love a movie, that's awesome. It's my prerogative. If, if six months later I don't like it as much, that's okay. Yeah. Like, It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so... They're in a weird place. I think there was rumors this week that Kathy Kennedy might be out the door. Like that, that rumor keeps popping up. There's rumors that they yeah. offered that role to J.J. Abrams to, to head up Star Wars and he turned it down. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the problem is Lucasfilm right now is made up of uh, the reports are saying it's basically 50 percent like Lucasfilm loyalists and 50 percent Kathy Kennedy loyalists. So there's some internal struggles. Dude, Star Wars there. Civil War. That shit's oh, wait. crazy. I want to see that. Yeah, oh, I'd watch that. Make a movie. Side that. Are you so, on? Team JJ. Uh, they should make a, hey, they should make a documentary about what's happening over there right now, but then like cast some random janitor. Yes. It's <laughs> a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. He's not even the manager. Or just someone who pushes a broom but has the force. Okay. Got it. Um, I got it. <laughs> I like that. It's just like The Last Jedi. I That's get what you're doing, Jake. I get what the you're doing. The next Star Wars movie is all janitors and I see it. pizza boys. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> I, my, okay, so Star Wars is in a weird place. They're putting, they're going to be, episode nine, if it's not great, they're in trouble. Like, if it's not universally accepted as like, okay, this is a return They're going to fucking film. close that park that's not even open yet. Well, I, I think they could be in some trouble. I, like, let's face it, the merch isn't selling right now. You can vote. The, all the solo toys are available right now at your local Target and Walmart. My, um, my prediction is that uh, this, I've always held this thought that the movie was going to open up uh, with, with the funeral for Princess Leia. I think that she will pass away off screen. It's probably five or six years after the events of the Last Jedi, and I think that's where we would see Lando. Oh, I think we Lando. Can yeah, that brought, makes that makes complete sense. Brought yeah. into the fold, uh, coming back in to see uh, to, to go to the funeral. Um, not, another thing happened this week. So episode nine starts filming this month. Uh, Mark Hamill shaved. 
He's yeah. completely clean shaven. Does that indicate de aging? I think so. Yeah, that's what I think too. I, I, oh. I mean, I, wow. I don't, I don't know. Like, Mark Hamill will definitely be in this movie. Mm-hmm. Probably. Their goal is like, we need people to come out of episode nine going, okay, I'm not as worried about episode eight now because now it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. They need people. Like, right, right. I'll say it again and again. I don't have a problem with what they did with Luke Skywalker in episode eight, but a lot of people did. And even Mark Hamill himself. Oh, he's not even hiding it anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the petition. <laughs> anyways. All right. Yeah, okay. So anyways, Lando. Would you say three, two? I said three fucks, three, yeah. Jake, one. All right, we're moving on. Uh, it'll, Let's it'll, move on, yeah. It'll be interesting to see uh, see what happens. All right. Um, it was announced just today, uh, Neil Blomkamp, Blomkamp, Neil Blomkamp is uh, directing RoboCop Returns. They're doing a sequel to the original. They're ignoring the reboot from a couple of years ago, and they're bringing RoboCop back to the big screen. Uh, I guess there was a script written by the original uh, producers or something like that and uh, they're going to have some involvement and the script's being rewritten right now Neil Blomkamp what did he do did he do District 9 yeah Chappie? District 9 he did, uh, dis- he did District 9 Chappie and Elysium okay Jake when it comes to the return of Robocop how many fucks do you give I gave this four fucks oh. Whoa! I, gave, I gave a Robocop sequel three more fucks than anything to do with Star Wars in this uh, I, the, the original Robocop is amazing it is amazing and it's one of those movies where like uh, a few years ago I don't maybe maybe a little more than a few but I, I remember I went back and watched Robocop and it was the first time I had seen it in a very long time like since I was like young and I had completely like forgotten how um, insane and violent and like funny that movie is. And there's some scary shit happening with, you know, uh, big uh, ED 209. And um, it's, it's a great movie and the sequels. Yeah, they weren't, they weren't great. And I think, I think Neil Blomkamp is, I think he's suited like those movies, like district nine Elysian, like those kind of movies. Like I can easily see that being like Robo. Like that's easily, that's what he does. Like post apocalyptic kind of, was he attached to do to, to bring back alien for a while? Yeah. He was, yeah. he was supposed to be doing, yeah. And every, he was supposed to be doing alien. And it was, that was the thing where like everybody was on board and everything that he was posting People were like, oh, this sounds like this could be yeah, a very a good, good thing for Alien. And then it got like fucking shut down by the shitty Alien Covenant movie. Um, I think he's I think he's perfect to direct this. And on top of that, the script is an old script yes. that was written by the original guys that was going to be like a sequel that didn't happen. They're going to rewrite that. Mm-hmm. It's got people uh, the, it, it's reminding me a little bit. I don't want to compare, like I would never compare the movie RoboCop to star Wars, but the thing that happened with like JJ Abrams coming in and, and taking care of star, you, we've talked about it before. Sometimes when trying to bring back an old, uh, uh, franchise or something, it's better to get new people to direct it than having the same person. And that's something that happened with Star Wars, and that's what they're doing with Robocop. The last, the Robocop remake was garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully this is good. I give it four fucks because Robocop's very fun, and it would be cool to see like the real Robocop back on screen. Yeah, I like that the, the plot line is uh, uh, Detroit's in trouble. 
And uh, they're bringing back RoboCop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's that's awesome. Just, the, the fact that it's called like they're calling it like RoboCop Returns or something. Yeah. I'm just like, that just feels feels perfectly good. Feels right. Good. Yeah, succinct. Succinct. Uh, yeah. Abigail? Yeah, well, after giving all those little opinions, I have to go ahead and say I'm giving this half a fuck. I've never seen Whoa. RoboCop. So there's that. That's out there. You've never uh, seen it. Yeah, I have. I've never seen it. And as Jake was just talking so emphatically about it, I was like, shit, I better go watch it because I hope he doesn't spoil it. Um, but reading this article, I do. I initially was going to give zero fucks because I have like, how could I give a fuck if I haven't seen it? But yeah, seen it. Sure. reading this little article and reading the plot summary and all that and then listening to you, Jake, I bumped it up to a half a fuck because cool. – yeah, sounds good. And I'm probably going to watch it this week. I'm now glad after. to be responsible for that. Yeah. You should. It's, it's fun. It's a yeah. fun, weird movie about Robocop. fucking Robocop. So Robocop is like peak 80s, like just like the aesthetic of it, the comedy, the fuck. It is so violent. It is so violent. It's, it's, it's so violent that like whenever I went back and watched, I, I was shocked. I was like, <laughs> holy fuck. Uh, because like RoboCop's like one of those movies that you kind of remember like enjoying as a kid, you know, being like, you know, he just he looks cool. There was a TV series for a while. They made like three films. There was a TV series. You think of him as just being fun. But then you go back and watch the movie and there is some like hardcore violence happening. And you're yeah. just like, fuck, well, I'm not going to like say specifically since yeah. you haven't seen it, Abby, but yeah. you should Here's watch the thing. it. Like, yeah, there's yeah, an animated I like series. Violence. There's an animated series. There's a really great line of action figures that all have built-in cap guns under their back. Yeah. He also, a little known thing a lot of people don't know is that um, RoboCop also fought the Georgia Ghostbusters at one point. I remember now that. Now that one that. I've seen. And also, <laughs> there's also, uh, RoboCop was involved in an early WCW pay-per-view and he saved Sting from a, from a, Sting was trapped behind bars and RoboCop saved him. That was really nice so, of him. Wow. Now, and now he's returning. Um, that footage is incredible, by the way, if you've ever, if you've ever seen yeah. it, it's on YouTube. I'm going to um, watch that after I watch the movie. So the thing about RoboCop is, yeah, like it is extremely violent. I have a friend, my friend Billy has a really funny story about how he was begging his mom when he was like five or six to rent RoboCop. And she finally did. And he was watching it by himself and like five minutes in was just like crying and screaming <laughs> at the top of his lungs. <laughs> <laughs> So fuck like the, there's a couple scenes specifically that are like but anyways Robocop fuck, I can't wait to watch it's it. like that it, it just has that 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 80s kind of like this is the 80s and it's like that weird futuristic not futuristic technology and like yeah I was reading in that article it's like anti-capitalism anti-reaganomics yeah, like that's it's, political it's, that kind of shit which, I, so, which is why I was giving it a half a um, fuck but anyways to fill in those details uh gosh I just had them Pulled up right here. Sorry, everybody. Uh, here we go. The original, uh, the writing team, creators Ed Newmeyer and Michael Miner wrote this script. It's being rewritten uh, by the fellow who, his name is Justin Rhodes, who just co-wrote the new Terminator film with Tim Miller. So, man, I'm excited about it. I don't have any fucks to give. Yeah. But I'll yeah. give it some. If you had said Genesis after Terminator, I would have been like, no. But now I'm okay because that one's. Dude, Terminator yet. Genesis made me throw away my Sega Genesis. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> it's spelled differently, but fuck it. Um, you guys ready to move on? Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Ray Weiss, who uh, I'm a big fan of, who was in Twin Peaks. He was in the original Robocop. All right. Um, mm-hmm. Do you guys think Peter Weller is really old, right? 
He's like 75 he, or something. Now. He's old. He's older. You know, I could see them maybe like using his voice, but maybe putting a different actor in the, um, yeah. In the suit. Yeah. Like I'd be okay with that. Yeah. They could easily do some CGI de-aging, whatever yeah, they you, need to do. I mean, you, you literally only see his mouth unless he like, yeah. unless his helmet the, comes off, which is possible, but doesn't happen a lot. So, so. Yeah. The, the Robocop remake sucks. Michael Keaton's in it and he's kind of good in it. And that's like when Michael Keaton kind of came back and started making good movies again. Um, how do you the, – oh, the reboot of RoboCop, that suit was like this like sleek black – like it, it was not RoboCop. Yeah. It, was, it was bad. It, was it wasn't. Bad. Um, OK. Moving on. Next up, it has been confirmed. It has been rumored for a while. The Joaquin Phoenix standalone origin movie for the Joker directed by Todd Phillips is now officially happening. It is going to be shooting this fall. It has a smaller budget for a superhero type movie, about $55 million, which seems to be about a third of what they would normally put into a movie like this. Abigail Gardner, when it comes to Joaquin Phoenix filling the shoes of Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, Mark Hamill, and good old, can't think of his name, Cesar Romero. There it is. No. What do you think about this? I give zero fucks about this. What? Dude. I mean, I just, I can't give a fuck. Like I... I didn't like, I haven't liked what DC's been putting out. I didn't like uh, Jared Leto's Joker. This Notice is, I didn't mention him. Yeah, he wasn't even, he's not even worth mentioning. But yeah, um, I, I don't even, like, the article that I read about this said that it's going to be, like, kind of a cautionary tale of some sort. And I'm just like, I don't want to learn anything from the Joker. Like, I don't <laughs> really love Joaquin Phoenix either. And I just, it's a, I read that it was a lower budget for this movie. Like, they're going to try to make it grittier. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it'll be great. Maybe having low expectations, maybe it's going to be amazing. But I just don't have high hopes for it. So I'm giving it what, zero fucks. Two questions. Who is your favorite Joker? And what is your just, like, overall opinion of the character itself? Uh, I would probably say I'm a big fan of the character. And uh, Jack Nicholson is my favorite. Okay. So. Okay. But, like, why do you like the – like, if you're a fan of the character of the Joker, but you're not excited for this movie, like, what – like, why? Well – Am I drilling you right now? I like him because he's – I feel like there – is this a back – this is a backstory movie, correct? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I think they're, they're so. Like it's, like an story. it's like an origin story. Yeah. I find the – I find his menacing because – there is no origin story and there's almost like the, well, who knows where that came from? Like specifically Heath Ledger's Joker is like, doesn't he tell multiple stories about how he got like his facial scars? Yeah. And that's fucking scary. Cause it's like, well, how is it? So your brain fills in the blanks of either he's completely mentally fucked up or some of that's true or what's going on with him when your mind's trying to like figure the person out and you don't feel sure about them. It's better. If you're going to go back and have a gritty, hard, like I don't, I don't want walk the line with Joker or like anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like I want. Is that what you think this is? I feel be? like it might be. Hi, I'm Johnny Joker Cash. So we'll see. All right. Yeah. I like that. Thank you for that insight. Not optimistic. Jacob Walsh. Yeah. Um. We can make this short. Uh, zero fucks. Exactly what Abby said. Oh. Just, yeah. I don't. I don't have. I don't have a problem with Joaquin Phoenix. I've liked him in in, in a couple things, but uh. Mm-hmm. DC just seems to be like throwing shit at a wall right now. Like they all they I feel like DC hasn't had anything good in like 10 years. It's just like I don't I don't care. I don't care about any DC films. They've all been very bad to me. Okay. Um 
I mean, like there, and I mean, we have like we've talked about like Justice League. There were a few things in there that I thought I that I liked, you know. But overall, that movie sucks. And so does everything, you know. So did Batman versus Superman. So did like whatever Aquaman looks so weird. I don't know, but uh, mm-hmm. I just don't care, man. I don't care about a joke. Like I don't care about a Joker origin movie. I'll probably check it out, but I have I have no hopes in it being good, and I just don't care. All right, let me ask you this. Could it like stripping away the WB DC chaos of like announcing all these movies, like just on the surface, is there a chance that this movie's good? It's possible. Anything in the fucking world is possible. Yeah, sure. It could be good. I don't think it's going to be. And I also just think it's like, putting origins to things is just fucking weird. There, there are so many The Joker is another one of those things that there's like, there's a lot of different versions of the Joker and that's fine. It's fine to do different actors and have different versions of him in each movie. If they're not connected, no, who really wants a Joker origin? Like who wants to, like, is this going to be a movie where it's like you learning how he became like a, a crime guy through the whole film. And then maybe at the end he decide he goes and buys some fucking makeup. Like, are we going to fucking sympathize this. with the Joker and like get behind him and then see it happen? Yeah, That's what probably the what they're doing. Abby, you, I when you watched, uh, when you watched the, the killing joke, the killing joke, I knew you were going to bring that you up. Had a visceral reaction. Yeah. I hated it. I don't give a fuck anymore. I absolutely hated it. It made me feel gross and I didn't like it. Okay. I didn't like what they did to a uh, Batgirl. So yeah, there you yeah, go. Just didn't there you happy. go. But that was a comic book, but still, yeah. Doesn't mean it was good. Yeah. Um, yeah, fuck this. What's fuck next? that shit. Move hey, on. wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm excited about it. I like Joaquin Phoenix. And I actually like Todd Phillips. I literally, I'm looking at Todd Phillips' uh, uh, like uh, filmography. I like most of the movies he's directed. None of them are like The Joker, though. Like, he yeah. did Old School, Road Trip, The Hangover, Due Date. Uh, oh, cool. Starsky and Hutch. That's All fantastic. of Jake's favorites. Yeah, you know how Jake's a huge road trip fan. Uh, who knows? Maybe it'll be good. God, give the man a chance. You guys ready for number five here? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Yeah. Last but not least. Let's just hear it. Let's just listen to it. It's the rise of the TMNT, the brand new animated series. We're gonna Ladies and gentlemen, we're approaching our descent here. If you'd put the laptops up. I'm in trouble. Buckle my seatbelt. Nickelodeon has a brand new Ninja Turtles animated series. This is the, what, fourth or fifth animated Ninja Turtles series? It comes out. It's called Rise of the TMNT. It's got a very unique animation style. People are talking about it, but they did release the brand new intro theme song. Abigail Gardner, when it comes to the rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on Nickelodeon's brand new theme song, how many fucks do you give? 4.5 fucks. That's all my fucks there it is. that I have left. Because, wow. wow. dude, I like this. I like this song. I like the look of the uh, action figures that accompany the cartoon. Um, I looked at, I looked the cartoon up and John Cena's doing one of the characters and also the guy who plays John Ralphio from Parks and Rec is doing Leonardo. Okay. And I don't know. I like... I'm excited to see it. Like it, it looks, it looked good. I like the artistic style. I like the colors, and I like having more turtles out. And I think I'm going to give it a watch. There you so go. I'm giving it the rest of my fucks because I care about turtles, and I care about the toys that are coming out in like accompanying it. 
because that's yeah. awesome. I want to buy them. Jacob Walsh. Yeah. So uh, I gave. Uh, you know, so the the title when I got my email, it says like the theme song. So I thought we were just kind of basing how many fucks we were giving this on just the song. Okay. I gave, yeah. the, I gave the song one because okay. fuck it. It does. I don't care about the song. Like and it. like, well, the song's kind I, I of a, a take know. off of the original. It is sure. But like, you know, you know, when the, now the show, I'm all for the show. I, I know the turtles look weird, but again, I, I, whenever it came out, I, I, I commented on a few, uh, giant threads when they put, po- when they first posted these, of people complaining, um, the turtles are another thing where they're they've been around for so long. There's been so many versions. Why not let them look different every now and then? That's right. okay to me. Right. Uh, the animation uh, in the, in the video I think looks great. I love the Ninja Turtles. I will watch this. The song kind of sucks. Um, <laughs> I gave the song one fuck. But you know what? The last animated Ninja Turtles that just ended. They did the same thing. They released that theme song before they re- before any episodes came out. Mm-hmm. I remember listening to it, fucking hating it, and being like, this is going to suck. That show has been probably the best Ninja Turtle stuff out of anything. Like, that show is amazing. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not going to judge the whole show based on the song. Um, I would, if we were just doing the show, I would also give it whatever fucks I have left. But that song just gets one. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I think it looks pretty it's like cool. Like the Fallout Boy of uh, the, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. It. exactly. It's that same feeling. Like, wait, this is this is different. I don't like how they slowed this down. Or the uh, yeah. the animation style kind of reminds me of the new um, animated Spider Man, like a little bit. Like, obviously, yeah, this, kind of. I, yeah, I see, yeah just, I see that. Just kind of like a really frantic and colorful. Yeah, uh, and I, I think that's cool. I think obviously, listen, they they didn't make it for me. Um, no. if it was up to me, those turtles would be, you know, sitting around with Everyone April hats. talking about the good old days. Uh, yeah, I think it looks pretty cool. Um, apparently Raphael is like the leader of the group in this incarnation. Yeah. Um, which is how it always should have been. Yeah. Jake, real quick. The weapons we- are, uh, the weapons are different. I think they're also specifically all four of them are supposed to be different types of turtles. Yeah, I okay. read that. Uh, well, when, well, and that's why they kind of look like they have markings because, you know, turtles do have markings. Yeah, so One of them's a snapping turtle. Whatever. One of them's uh, a lizard. Uh, one, of them's, <laughs> one of them's just a kid. One of, just one's a, a wolf. <laughs> and yeah. one's the rock. <laughs> Dude, it's making money. It's Tokar, Razor, and the rock. <laughs> and Bebop and Rock said, yeah. <laughs> Wait, should the rock be cast as rock's? Steady in the next live action Ninja yeah. Turtle movie. Yeah. Mama. That's perfect. Oh, oh mama. Oh, Sorry. you do such a good I love that's the be- that. hey, Thank you. That's the best impression you do. Should yeah. I doing it? You should do I it, do it. in no. that voice. Just stay in it the whole episode. Masters. <laughs> that guy's so drunk, dude. Yeah. This Shredder's assistant in Secret of the Use. Super drunk. That guy is so drunk and probably just putting a little feeler out there. Probably doing inappropriate things. You think? Yeah, they're recruiting <laughs> because of being drunk. Well, no, that's just how he gets there. <laughs> that's how he gets there. Okay. I mean, listen, he's surrounded by young teenage boys from rough neighborhoods. Oh, the cool. Foot Clan are very yeah. vulnerable. Yeah, we have uh, not even talked about that. Yeah. Who also happen Race to just be? Uh, uh, Can we get that guy on? Yeah, yeah. So all those. All, you know when you're in. You know in New York, there's that that uh, there's like hundreds. 
of homeless teens who also happen to be uh, martial arts experts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and look like they're in boy <laughs> bands. We, we're also very good looking. Uh, Guys, while we're on, while we're on this, you, yeah. can we just mention really yeah. quick that uh, at Comic Con, I'm like 100 percent sure NECA is releasing the the big Foot Clan oh. figures. Oh yeah. yeah, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. The Foot Clan uniforms from the first uh, Ninja Turtles movie are fucking awesome. I've yeah. always loved those, Same. except for when I was a kid and was mad that they didn't look like the ones from the cartoon. Uh, <laughs> like, why isn't that ninja wearing? Like a gray Body Henley <laughs> with purple <laughs> fucking catchers oh, pads. Yeah. Okay, right, right. Uh, uh, do you remember the the, um, the Ninja Turtles Foot Clan toy? And it was almost like a vehicle that you lowered down, and it kind of trapped the turtles like a spider. That thing was awesome. Yeah, I brought it for show and tell. No big deal. Um, but it's, I came from a divorced <laughs> family, so I needed things to make me happy. God, I miss out on show and tell. Um, so yeah, these figures are cool. I love Ninja Turtles. They, oh, we never really talked about it. They just announced that they're make they're rebooting Ninja Turtles uh, again as a movie. Yeah, they're going to make another movie. Yeah, yeah fine. do it. Um, I'm fine yeah. with it. I imagine that it's going to be kind of similar to the last ones, but I, I don't think they're going to go dark. I just have never got the feeling that they're going to make like that ultra violent like. Faithful no, probably not. Movie. Probably not. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I mean, cool, man. It's, I like to see the franchise. God, they should, though. They should do an R-rated Ninja Turtles movie. Like, I feel like that would be amazing. <laughs> Dude, hey, the Foot Clan already did. We just didn't see it. Um, <laughs> do you guys think it's weird that, like, every franchise seems to just be moving forward full steam ahead and then there's, like, Ghostbusters, the little engine that could that still just is kind of like... What is it, man? Ninja Turtles have been rebooted, like, nine times in our lifetime. RoboCop's well, because, coming back again. Like, yeah, well, Ninja Turtles is like specifically like kids like that. You know, they're it's it's not like four f- dudes in their you know forties smoking cigarettes, yeah. eating Chinese food, talking about science. It's for like Wait fun turtles. Hold on. Like, two questions here. Can, this is an even bigger question about why the why did RoboCop get an animated series? Why did kids like Ghostbusters so much? Like what about it psychologically was like look at these guys. It was the car- it was the ghosts and it was the ghosts. Yeah. The cartoon is what got I think a lot of people. A lot of people yeah. who were kids like you know when we were born uh I think we were probably watching the cartoon. I mean first. I was the opposite. I always loved the movie more than the cartoon like always my entire yeah. life. But I do agree I that I think I think I think like the thing that like I think dragged me in when I was young was like monsters, creatures and like effects, like watching. I always got excited from just watching like the, them like, you know, seeing like the proton stream. Yeah. I was just thought that looked so cool. Right. And I think that's part of it. I thought what what got me also the theme song. Yeah. The theme song was great. Uh, What got me into Ghostbusters was, um, they were all tenured professors, and I love educated people. <laughs> and uh, I guess they weren't tenured because yeah, they were fired. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I do. I like really them. like small businesses. Yeah. Like, <laughs> watching them start. Yeah. <laughs> um, my favorite scene in Ghostbusters is when they get approved to refinance uh, Ray's parents' house. Yeah, that's like, that's you learn a little bit about that. classic kids movie stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ray. My calculations tell me that the interest alone comes to ninety five thousand dollars. I love numbers; it just got me yeah. going a lot. 
Um, well, listen. I would just rewind that. Ghostbusters will be back. We promise. Abby yes. got a text message. Got a text. Cool. And uh, let's finish this episode. Let's do it. What did you guys think? Let's do it. I think it was good. Think of what? Fun? The episode? What did you yeah. think of the fuck budget? <laughs> oh. I, I was fun. It's always fun. Yeah, okay. It's always good. Abigail? I've never not had fun with the fuck budget. I always love the fuck budget. I like to hear what Jake thinks and like, you know, have Would different opinions. Ghost heads. Yeah. We cover some ghost heads. Dude, that was... We covered I, it and we're going to cover it more. We're going to cover yeah. more. Go well, let's talk on. about the big news. Yeah. Patreon. Dude. Yeah, just get just give us your money. No, yeah, come, yeah, on. come on. I'm not going to say that. Bye. We want like we're not, we're not. Give asking, me a dollar. It's one dollar. We want, like, we just want to be able to give you cool stuff. We want to give you guys cool shit. So please don't forget. We're here. Come the plugs. Please don't fast forward. It's gonna be fine. You can find Yes Have Some's brand new Patreon page at Patreon.com/slash/YesHaveSome. We've got the five tiers. All the information's there. If you don't feel like rewinding and listening again, you can find it all on there with our intro video with a lot more to come. We're very excited about the Patreon page. And you can find YHS on Instagram and Twitter at YHS Podcast, Facebook.com slash Yes Have Some Cast. And of course, Abby, where's the uh, official Facebook group? Uh, group Therapy. How did you find it? You can find that on okay. Facebook by okay. searching for Yes Have Some Podcast Group Therapy. Every week I'm like, how do you find it? You, you have to email Facebook, ask <laughs> them, <laughs> search... You post on Facebook's wall. You go to google.com and type in Once the plane lands. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Yeah. And then Facebook.com, search YHS Group Therapy, join the official discussion group. And uh, obviously our website is yeshavesomecast.com. I don't know why that's obvious, but I said obviously. And Jake, listen, we've been posting a lot. There's a new character uh, popping up on the Yes Have Some Facebook feed that people seem to be really into. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I saw that when, guy. When if if somebody yeah. wanted to see more of Cranky Godzilla, could they maybe <laughs> anticipate uh, a, a Some new I think bonus content? I think he's probably going to be returning. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. And. Uh, mm. Uh, he's got some. Hey, he's got some fuck. He's got some fucks to give. Okay. Yeah. He seemed really. Wait, cranky. can he step in for a fuck budget? He seemed really. He's cranky. Yeah. Cranky. Uh, he was cranky this week about. Well, listen, I don't want to spoil it. If you want to know about Cranky Godzilla, head to the Facebook page or Instagram, and you'll see what we're talking about. For Abigail Gardner and Jacob Walsh, my name is Craig Goldberg. For RoboCop, welcome back to the fold. Mm. Yeah. And for Yes Have Some, please check out our brand new Patreon page. We will be very excited and appreciative. If you would consider maybe uh, joining up, joining with the crew, getting some cool shit. Coffee mug. Coffee mug. Exclusive mm. content. Cool. Newsletter. Anything else before we sign off? Yeah, I can't believe you guys haven't seen Hereditary yet. Dude, it's we don't have to talk up. about it. Jake, we've got Just go see it because uh I think it's probably like an important film. I'm scared. Well, I've got 3 free tickets to see a movie uh because of It's the- probably it's probably leaving theaters soon if it hasn't already it's been out for a good bit, but uh all right, oh, it's happen. one of we'll it's go good. It. Go we'll see, see it. it this week. Robocop and Hereditary. That's sweet. And Homework. everyone go well, watch Ghost Hereditary Head. Hereditary technically a remake of Robocop? That's what I was yeah. told. I mean it is, yeah. Cool. Alright. Shot for shot. For Jacob Walsh and Abigail Gardner, my name is Craig Bolder. We'll see you next time. I guess I have some podcasts. Bye guys. Bye guys. Go to the movie.